Welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with investors, influencers, and remarkable personalities. Welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with our investors, partners, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogun, co-founder of Gamespad. We're excited to welcome a very special guest today, Cedric Shan, uh, business development and ecosystem uh, at KuCoin Community Chain. Uh, known as KCC. Uh, and uh, today we're going to talk about MPC wallets, smart contract wallet solutions, and many other things. Hi, Cedric. Welcome to Games Hub. Hey, everyone. Um, thank you, Constantine. Uh, I'm Cedric. I'm a contributor at uh, KuCoin Community Chain on the business development and uh, project growth side. Nice. So Cedric notified us, you know, like that uh, right now he's... Uh, um too good looking so not to uh not to say anything to the girls but that's why the way we're having now right now his uh, pro avatar instead of picture <laughs> so uh but besides that cedric so um uh tell us a little bit about your background right how did you really briefly how did you get to kucoin and generally how did you get into crypto yeah yeah maybe a little bit uh, about my background uh, academically i came from a physics and also our international relations background so uh, quite different uh, but after joining uh, crypto and web3 i had uh, lots of experience in uh, business development and also project growth and i really enjoyed it um and right now i help um many projects to develop their business with a uh, KuCoin community chain or KuCoin ecosystem in general and um, try to help them grow together with us. Um, mm. uh, about my personal story, I, I think everyone in Web3 do. Um, I I entered crypto because I bought crypto uh, back in 2017 and I left there um, after losing quite a bit uh, during 2018 uh, until it went back up. Um, so after that, I really started to seriously look into crypto and study uh, the industry, uh, blockchain, uh, blockchain industry in general. And yeah, I, I guess, Constantine, you have a, a similar story like this. Yes. I mean, I <laughs> I lost some money in hacks and different uh, marketing and trading, like, you know, uh, operations. So, yeah, I think we paid our MBA towards crypto. So let's talk about more about the top about the topic of our show today. Also uh, about MPC and smart contract wallet. So first of all, explain us what it is in layman terms, and then let's talk about the difference and what problem each each one solves. Yeah, I guess I explain it in the uh, easiest um, uh, terms possible. So I guess both uh, MPC wallets and smart contract wallets um, that exist uh, that's existing right now they solve. Um, a major problem which is multi-sig problem and a uh, smart contract wallet they um their core focus is on the trustless side so they try to use a smart contract like genesis safe to uh, allow different parties to sign um uh, uh, a contract before um um yeah be before a wallet can perform a transaction and so that however that has some uh, issues because uh, for, for example, it pays uh, a lot of uh, gas fees um, uh, as you need to uh, uh, do a lot of uh, signatures for every single transaction. And the other thing is about uh, smart contract security. So that actually is something that MPC wallet can uh, solve on. So MPC wallets, they uh, their full name is uh, multi-party computation. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, they solve um, um, some issues that smart contract wallet can solve by uh, providing um, a, a focus on custody and also security. So that 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 makes um, MPC wallets more attractive to a lot of institutions because uh, for institutions maybe they uh, don't have that much emphasis on the trustless side and they want. Uh, their custody to be secure and they want more operational flexibility. So um, for MPC wallet, they uh, they host um, the operations off chain. And so that could uh, reduce a lot of fees and allows uh, flexibility. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. So there's actually one more thing that I want to touch on, but uh, which is quite new that happened in the Ethereum community, which is uh, EIP 4337. That's a uh, Ethereum improvement uh, proposal that can make um, um, th- that that can allow a uh, EOA, which is external account, which is a wallet, to perform a uh, smart contract actions. So, uh, like paying gas fees. So uh, that 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 is that uh, something that uh, us KuCoin community uh, community chain will implement uh, implement with uh, Ethereum as well. And I think there will be a lot of uh, use cases in uh, in this side in the future. Uh, for example, um, in future, maybe uh, DeFi governance token holders, they can pay gas fees with uh, DeFi tokens directly. And uh, uh, and also like uh, users, they can um, uh, log into their account with email, uh, with emails or uh, like your, their, their social passwords. So yeah, I guess there will be a lot of uh, possible implementations for uh, a lot of future dApps or SaaS systems in um, in this front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so I mean, obviously, besides your company, like you know, it's a it's a fast moving visualized ecosystem. So there is, you know, we have multi sig wallets, right? You know, so which are according to latest statistics, they're losing adoption for multiple reasons, you know, like, so there is, you know, no protocol agnosticism, operational flexibility. So like how, if you were to explain as a result of, you know, the shortcomings and comparatively more efficient design of MPC wallets, right? You know, like if you're maybe some other interesting, like companies, practical examples that you see uh, who already implemented successfully. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for smart contract wallet uh, like Genesis Safe, uh, a lot of um, uh, developers and uh, Web3 projects, they are using it uh, already. And I guess I don't have to emphasize too much on that. But uh, for uh, MPC wallets, uh, yeah, I, I do see a lot of institutions are adopting it. For example, Firebox, uh, Fireblocks, they just offered uh, a full MPC wallet service on their website. And also, uh, for pro- uh, a project that I am uh, quite familiar with, uh, Fortify, they're also working on an uh, institutional MPC wallet. Um, and their target customers could be like e- even centralized exchanges like uh, uh, like Coinbase um, or uh, KuCoin. And um, and also like um, uh, Block Daemon, they just uh, acquired uh, Sapir, which is also a MPC wallet service to uh, uh-huh. devs and institutions that's using their platform. So is there any one, any wallet like or top maybe two or three that you would suggest to look into for someone who's excited and want to try it out? Yeah, I guess uh, for uh, from what I mentioned, I, I guess uh, five blocks, their uh, MPC wallet service is already available. 
So but that's for I, institutions mostly. Uh, what about retail? For retail, um, I would say uh, try Sapir uh, uh, by Block Damon and Spotify. Mm -hmm. uh, I just mentioned they are still working on their product, and I guess uh, from my understanding, there are a lot of um, project teams uh, or uh, companies they are working on the MPC wallet side. So I guess there will be a lot more products coming pretty soon. Um, and yeah, I, I think project teams, they should uh, stay tuned, I guess. Uh, it could help a lot on their uh, financial management side. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, 100%. And we saw after, you know, what happened to FTX and many other companies like that, the non-custodial wall swiftly occurred, right? Safe, mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, $800 million in that inflow, ledger experience, multiple sales, so like all-time high. And one week after that, Trezor sales surged like 300%. Zengo had triple-digit growth, you know. So we, we're we clearly seeing that this is a new traje trajectory, and especially this, you know, like um, this famous phrase, right? You know, not your keys, not your coins, right? Mm -hmm. um, the question becomes, again, like, you know, what are the other attractive features that we have to look into it? So from what I've heard from you, so we're talking about, so the trusted third party, so the data can be shared in a distributed manner without you know, third parties. We have uh, data privacy, so the data is encrypted, so that's, you know, it's hard to compromise. It'll be revealed by someone else. It's more accurate, right? It's, you know, the results, you know, different, more robust computation, right? Mm -hmm. What I think is, but I want to hear your comments about it, maybe. Um, uh, so what I've read about it is that removes also a single point of failure, so-called uh, SPOF, right? Where the private keys are not stored in one single place. And that means for hackers, they need to work much harder, basically, because, you know, the 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 storage is in multiple parties across systems and locations, so it's hard to penetrate, right? So, so they're less resilient uh, on coal storage, etc. So, any other things that specifically a person, a person who's first, you know, discover an MPC wallet, they have to look into. Yeah, I guess um, MPC wallet. Uh, at the end of the day, it's still more for developers or institutions, but uh, for uh, retail users, maybe uh, code wallets like uh, what what you mentioned, Ledger. Uh, would be a pretty good, uh, um, pretty safe um, uh, thing to do um, in terms of protecting your uh, security. And uh, hot wallets like MetaMask, they are trustless as well. But uh, yeah, there are some um, minor risks um, that uh, could happen to uh, uh, that that your wallet can can be hacked um, because it's uh, yeah it's uh, it's still hosted online and uh, the the private keys. I mean, and also. Um, however, for for retail users of um, like MetaMask, you can also use uh, wallets like um, KuCoin Wallet or OKX Wallet. Uh, that makes it mm -hmm. very convenient for users to uh, um, do uh, cross chain swaps and uh, and transactions. I guess. Um, however, mm -hmm. uh, I guess for for, for the uh, multi sig wallet that we just mentioned, it's more for uh, maybe for um, maybe today. Um, uh, you and I, um, we we start like a very small DAO or uh, like a, a initiative, uh, and we want to um, secure our fund and also be able to um, manage it. Um, uh, be able to uh, manage it all together. So yeah, got it. Okay, so have you have you heard about like any cases where you know those walls were hacked? 
just cure out of curiosity. Oh, you mean a uh, hot wallet? No, not the hot wallet. If we're talking about the MPC wallet. Oh, no, not yet, actually. Yeah, because mm. MPC wallet, they actually, uh, so their custody are run by like security experts and uh, uh, like security teams, for example, like uh, Block Daemon. And, and, and there, um, yeah, it's quite, there are quite sophisticated operational uh, measures to uh, do against hackers by them. So, that that's probably the reason why they, it's really difficult to hack them uh, from uh, for for hackers, and w which makes it um, makes uh, like institutions to trust them more, I guess. And and at the end of the day, if uh, if if they hold custody, um, and and your uh, assets are lost, uh, they they are still hold held uh, liable um, because they um, yeah they are an uh, entity and you can find them. Um, but I guess for for us. Um, on, on the side, if you want a trustless system, you still want uh, code wallets, hot wallets, or uh, multi-sig wallets. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good news that we haven't heard like any big hacks with them, right? So, <laughs> just for this basic security for the people or peace in mind, you know, psychological mostly. Um, so in a, you know a decentralized wallet platform was launched by Qcoin right just last year right so are there any relevant details you can provide regarding this and how it relates to mpc and smart contracts uh could you uh, repeat the question again please so Qcoin you know Qcoin you have you have a big ecosystem right so you besides a centralized exchange which is for what you're you know mostly popular right you have wallets you have multiple partners incubation programs and you recently you know launched a decentralized wallet platform right so i'm curious to know the details about this part how it's interconnected how the users maybe can use it or benefit from it yeah yeah we do have uh a well kucoin exchange um, probably a lot of users have already uh, used it, um, but we, we do have a decentralized wallet, which is a KuCoin wallet, and um, yeah, it's a smart contract hot wallet. Uh, it's ve uh, it's very fast growing in terms of users, and the product is great uh, and very convenient to use. Uh, I'm not on the KuCoin wallet. Uh, I'm not working on the KuCoin wallet side, but. Uh, yeah, I, I would recommend the wallet because I'm personally using it and it's quite convenient to use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially if you're using already KuCoin as an exchange, I think there is a very easy integrations and you can probably swap easily the, the currencies or, you know, go in and out to some uh, to some wallets from exchange and to the wallet. So, um, beautiful. I think, you know, we will open up the, the floor to you know, uh, for the audience, right? It's time for to hear their questions because, you know, they were patiently waiting for you. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll just go and uh, open it up. Uh, there will be questions from, you know, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, and I'll just read them and feel free to answer yeah. as, you, as you wish. Yeah, hopefully uh, got some uh, nice questions. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. They're tough. So I, I wish you luck. And I already see some of them are hardcore so we'll start with the first hard curveball so a glitch trap from youtube is asking hi cedric what are the chances of quantum technology to change the way we use web3 wallets can this tech make wallets with private keys obsolete um for this side uh i guess um it, from for, for for blockchain in general i think the the core um innovative part and 
And the, the part that can change the world is about the trustless system that it provides and also the uh, the, the value it has in term, on the financial side, I think. So on quantum uh, technology, I, I've never touch, uh, touched on this part. Um, mm. However, I, I think in the future, if, if um, well, if we have some very good adaptations of quantum technology, um, maybe uh, the the trustless system can apply on this side as well and makes a lot of uh, uh, new new applications. For example, like um, uh, in, in, uh, before, uh, we we have a lot of uh, um, let's say AI technology or or uh, like art or um, um, yeah. And, and right now, with a trustless system, we can we can trade art um, by uh, trading NFTs and uh, store the files on that. So I guess um, it, it will be in, uh, done in a similar fashion, but uh, certainly differently. Um, and yeah, depending on uh, what technology it is. Well, I, I'm not an expert in this question, but uh, yeah, I tried. <laughs> well, you we asked for a good question. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're going to send you more. Moxie <laughs> um, from YouTube. Is asking, are MPC wallets purely for institutions or is it possible for retail users to utilize them too? Uh, would there be any difference in how institutions or uh, or investors use MPC wallets? I think you partially replied to this during the show, but maybe you can specify. Yeah, I guess right now um, a, a lot of focuses are on institutional uh, um, for, for institutions, uh, MPC wallets. Uh, because a lot of institutions, they are, uh, they really want to, um, uh, they really want their custody to be secure rather than trustless. Um, I, I think a lot of institution adoptions, for example, like uh, uh, for exchange, like Coinbase, if they adapt uh, MPC wallets, um, and the 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 wallet users, they will be able to enjoy MPC wallet. Um, like automatically because uh, your your assets will be hosted on on the um, MPC wallet and uh, you, you you and Coinbase or or KuCoin uh, you, you can control these assets um, like all together. However, um, I, I think in future there will be some retail uh, adaptations as well. But right right now I, I see that it's mostly in uh, institutions and also uh, developer focused. Got it. Um, Entertainment TV is asking Twitter. Apparently, the safest way to hold crypto is having it a non-custodial wallet. But wouldn't this create a liquidity problem in centralized exchanges and inherently hurt crypto? Wait. Oh, uh, excuse me. Can, could you repeat the question? Again, apparently, the safest way to hold crypto is having it on non-custodial wallet. But wouldn't this create a liquidity problem and, and centralized exchanges and inherently hurt crypto? Okay, so um, so I, from my understanding, it's it's that that so ha having the custody uh, not on the user's hand will, will it create a liquidity problem? Is this a question? Yeah, so I'll explain. So what I think, uh, you know, a uh, person is trying to ask you, like, you know, the fact that people will hold it, you know, like in their own custody, basically, right? So that will be not be on exchanges and hot wallets of an exchange. You know, that means you as an exchange will, like, there's a huge outflow from centralized exchanges. I'm sure you guys experienced it, you know, Binance, Coinbase experienced it, everyone, right? 
So that means less liquidity, right? You know, like, and less, you know, kind of public information, like public out, like, like there's a lot of other like derivatives that are directly linked to liquidity and our lenders, et cetera, et cetera, right? So the fact that from centralized entities, you know, the, the, the it's coming to more like non-custodial solutions. So that means that let's say I hold my own tokens, right? Mm. Uh, it's great for me because I'm secure and protected, but it's not great for you as a business. Mm. You understand? Yeah, I guess for the uh, liquidity question that um, the the um, I guess the fan just raised, uh, I think it's different because uh, custody and liquidity are quite are quite separate. Uh, because uh, if you if a lot of users are trading on KuCoin, then KuCoin's um, a lot of tokens or uh, trading pairs they would have very good and uh, deep li liquidity. However, um, we don't actually necessarily need to hold uh, custody of these uh, assets. Um, but but we do want our users to trust our platform because uh, if you don't uh, trust our platform and uh, always uh, withdraw your assets, then you are a lot less likely to trade on us. Uh, um, but but it's um, it, it's less on the um, um, uh, so, so for the custody side, uh, unless the user agrees to uh, may maybe use um, a sub subscribe to uh, like a yield farming program or uh, earn program. Uh, we, we we still can't um, have access to uh, th those um, uh, token custodies. Got it. Okay. So um, the the other questions I think you know we have more aligned to this are close to. So there's um, Mohan DBS one from correctly reading it on Twitter is asking uh, there are pros and cons to everything. Would um, uh, what would be the downside? size of mpc wallets how do they compare to the positives mm. yeah i guess the downside of uh, mpc wallet is that it's still uh, hosted by a third party uh, even though there are very sophisticated secure measures uh security mm -hmm. measures um but uh it's still not a uh, uh, um uh, it's still hosted off chain and i, I guess for um um compared to that uh, smart contract wallet they are um, uh, they, they're completely run uh, on a trustless system. So um, I, I guess there are some pros and cons on that side. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's one question also institutional. We already talked about it. So there's another question um, uh, from LinkedIn. Mehmet is asking, at the end of the day, what is the safest way for a small investor like me to secure their crypto? Do we have a better alternative to hard wallets, hardware wallets? Um, do, do you mean retail users? Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, code wallets is um, like the most secure. However, they are not as convenient. Um, uh, code wallets like Ledger, uh, you can maybe put a lot of uh, the asset that you want um, uh, to put in a secure place there. However, uh, like hot wallets, um, like uh. uh uh, MetaMask, uh, KuCoin wallet, yeah, you you can um, host your asset there for convenient um, DeFi usage or uh, different types of um, uh, decentralized usage. Um, and mm -hmm. if you want um, to use uh, centralized exchanges, I guess some uh, trusted centralized exchanges helps as well. Um, I, I do think like after the FTX fact uh, of about um, 
there are some better standards rising in the industry and uh, a lot of exchanges they are uh, using um, um, proof of reserves measures uh, even though they are not perfect but uh, the, the the exchanges that can do that uh, does um, um, show a lot more transparency so I guess users um, you can choose like trustworthy uh, exchanges uh, to uh, um, to swap uh, or trade your tokens if you want to use uh, centralized exchanges as well. Got it. So um, another interesting question, Rafael from YouTube is asking: What do you think about the interesting safety procedures like guardian accounts? They have it on our Arjun wallet. In which circumstances would this be extra layer of security? um i'm not sure about that uh this project specifically maybe uh yeah i i, I guess i need to do some more research on this in order so, to... so give an example if i actually to be honest i never tried it as well but what yeah. i've read about guardian accounts essentially think about it it's the same thing that you can appoint like almost like an insurance right so for example god forbid mm -hmm. if you know somebody is you know deceased and it's your relative right and they marked you as an emergency contact in case like if something happens so automatically this bank account is getting to you know your possession basically you become the holder of this bank account right mm -hmm. so in crypto the issue is if you think about it like with non-custodial wallets right and when you're again you're self-custodying right so yeah. god forbid something happens with a person and you you haven't shared the private keys with anyone that's all like so nobody has access to it like it's secure but then you, you cannot transfer it to anyone so i think the the nature of the question is like you know so how can you kind of create a system where you can appoint someone but also in a secure manner that it like there will be an event if this happens something with a person with a case of you know emergency death god forbid but something of this like black swan event event mm -hmm. I I guess that would um i think sometimes mpc wallet can solve that problem and uh so a lot of um um uh, mm -hmm. uh, institutions or maybe exchanges if they adopt a mpc wallet uh you can solve that or, or like uh, if you are uh, using a, a centralized entity um then uh mm -hmm. it, it can solve that problem and also the the part that i just mentioned the uh mm -hmm. ethereum uh, uh update uh, uh eip four four three three seven uh, I think it creates. Sorry, I can't help you with that here. Oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it would create some sort of um, implementation uh, on the side that uh, people will be able to log into their uh, accounts using their social um, media accounts or email accounts. So uh, when when that happens, I think it, it will really create a mass adoption, and also uh, people don't need to worry about like oh. What if I'm not here? Uh, who who can access my wallet? I couldn't find worry about in your Apple Music library. You can ask. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. I, I answered. Um, so yes, you did. I mean, I, Siri is trying to talk to me. I think you activated something in her that maybe she didn't like. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> She's yeah. now like protesting about your MPC statements. You know. Um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh Bara from youtube is uh, asking uh, are there any cutting edge wallet tech that will dominate the industry in the future uh but we don't know about them right now maybe something you want to share that is of the books yeah i do think um 
like right now the um some implementations and innovations around eip4337 could be very uh, interesting um i well i i think i i do know some projects they are working on this already and um yeah i do want to keep uh keep it still think since developers they want to um but i i think i uh i i update them um on my social media and i, I let constantine know <laughs> we'll do another uh we'll, we'll do another episode specifically for that um <laughs> yeah i mean any i think we we've reached like you know the um most of the we answer most of the questions some of them are very similar so i'm um, probably the last piece uh, i would ask you like what is your view like anything else you want to add like you know as closing words on how to make sure that you still following the best practices and you're secure but at the same time you maintain this level of comfort of using you know wallets right so there's a this uh, equilibrium that one has to maintain and it's not easy so because you have to choose something you know either ui ux and comfort over security you know yeah i guess like do a lot of research um like do your own research definitely helps and also uh, for me personally i i i host my assets on different uh platforms um uh, based on the need for example like for ledger uh, maybe i i, I will put uh, the uh, um the asset that that i don't want to lose there and also uh for hot wallets maybe i, I do want somebody there in order for me to uh, use DeFi, uh, DeFi conveniently and uh i do use centralized well, uh, uh centralized exchanges a lot also um because uh like for for better liquidity and um so, sometimes um yeah uh, for different kind of reasons uh, i guess uh, for trading uh, experience wise uh, considerations um mm -hmm. yeah but however I, I think in future uh, there will be a lot of uh, better solutions to come and yeah i think this industry is changing uh, still quite rapidly uh, rapidly even in the bear market i guess maybe in a couple of months or uh, within a year we we will see a lot of more um, better solutions in the wallet space 100% right we're excited you know to see more solutions again uh want to thank you uh, thank you so much again Cedric for your um you know for your time for your expertise we by the way we want to use this platform really quickly to remind people just in case if you missed it we did this announcement that we integrated kcc uh in both of our launch pads in both gamespad and bullpark so now you know we'll we'll start you know probably soon very much so like you know to see some more projects that are coming from uh kcc ecosystem and yeah later on uh happy to work more with entire qcoin community we sincerely wish you luck with all your efforts right and i'm sure there's a lot things we can do together yeah yeah i guess in future a lot more uh projects that can uh make uh the the early community members earn money will be launched on um Bo perks and gamespad <laughs> yep yeah and that's good news right so um really again really appreciate your your time cedric uh, thanks you for the answers i'm sure our um, audience loved it and thank everyone for joining games hub today and uh we're gonna see you in about two weeks uh, uh 4 p.m utc or uh sometimes we you know we change this time for right now so, so today was like 1 p.m est so please stay tuned you know we're gonna be on youtube live linkedin live twitter live all the possible lives um 
between two weeks here and Thursday. So please um, follow our announcement channels. We're going to have a lot of great things to share. And again, I will be excited to see Cedric in the future. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Constantine. Thank you, uh, everyone. Stay tuned with Games Hub, a crypto talk show by GameSpot.